<laughs> we are live. Hello. Everybody's here. Hello, everyone. We've got Bonnie, Ramsey, and Susie Adams in with us today from Adams Hello. and Ramsey Homes. They, uh, well, do you guys mind introducing uh, yourselves a little bit where you uh, specialize? That's the whole thing. Sure. So I'm Bonnie Ramsey, and to my left, you're right. I don't know. There's Susie. <laughs> We're Adams and Ramsey Homes um, with Hearth Realty Group. We, our office is in South Orange, New Jersey, and we serve the commuter line train towns on the Midtown Direct train um, in Essex County, New Jersey. So we have a lot of New York City transplants, a lot of Jersey City, Hoboken. Uh, we kind of serve the towns where people move if they want a house with a little patch of grass and they want to still be able to commute into the city. And given that there are 5 million towns in New Jersey, for those of you who don't know the towns in Essex County, the primary areas that we serve are Maplewood, South Orange, um, Livingston, Short Hills, Milburn, West Orange, Montclair, Glen Ridge, Bloomfield. I think I got most of the ones that we uh, serve, but most of the areas that um, are just west of Hudson County, a little bit further um, out into the suburbs, but we don't typically consider ourselves super suburban. It's a very urbane area. So this is the next next step um, away from the city, but still um, a very urbane and cosmopolitan community. Yes, a walkable, walkable area, but you can still have yeah. a yard. So it's yes. between, we, had a, we had a conversation not long ago about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you've exactly. got you've got strong metro, which we were considering. We're kind of on the edge of that strong metro area. Then you have a middle ground that's very mm -hmm. commuter centric, but people want lawns and and driveways and things like that. And then the suburbs, and you consider yourself right. just slightly outside of inside. I'm sorry, you consider yourself just inside the suburbs in the primary commute area, because actually, right. if for those for people that don't understand. Um, the landscape out here, everybody understands getting on a train and going to work in the city. And right. for those people that want a lawn, want a garage, want an easy commute, you're that's what we're talking. That's why we're talking to you today. That's why yeah, we're all together right. today and to talk about that. Because we've got people and Bonnie who, and I are I was just go gonna say we're we're particularly tuned into um, the people that we're meant to be talking to today because we right. both lived in Brooklyn. Um, and then I made the move over to Hoboken. And so mm -hmm. it's a, it seems to be a common trajectory that we're seeing people coming from the city to then Jersey City and Hoboken, and then maybe right. out a little bit farther. So we get mm -hmm. we get that transition. Yep. And sometimes we end up talking to people that are skipping. You know, they'll, they'll look here and they're like, I don't know. I think I want to go a little further south, which is how we know you yep. two, because right. we work with you on those kinds of deals. So that's awesome. Right, which means we're going to jump right into the information now. Uh, our <laughs> whole point is, is the grass really greener when you have a yard? Um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's such a good title. Bonnie, you thought of it. I can't take credit. Um, so our big question, and especially now, because there are so many people who are in Manhattan or in Hoboken who are looking at New Jersey, and they don't 
really, they're not sure they want to go to Hoboken and New Jersey because it's just more of the urban environment yeah. and they're trying mm -hmm. to find something where they can have a little space in the yard and they don't have to go crazy inside. Um, which is why we want to talk to you about how COVID-19 is hitting the market there. And if you're seeing an influx of buyers and uh, what the mm -hmm. sellers are looking like. So what is your current market overview for your area? Yeah, I think we should start by saying that in January and February, we were on the trajectory to have the busiest January and February ever for New Jersey housing market. So we have a very all, strong all market. Yeah. And even though yeah. New York City was really has really been slowing down for a while, uh, we haven't really seen a slowdown. And I think that's just a testament to more people, millennials, people just really want a little patch of grass, you know, some somewhere to, you know, bedrooms for their kids, things like that. But obviously things have changed and we like everyone else, our market kind of came to a screeching halt uh mid-march mm -hmm. um but but then it started back up again and i think that's because well we know it's because a lot of people in the city feel cramped and um they're reconsidering their housing situation and um they have deemed real estate in new jersey as a necessary essential thing business. as essential business and so we are allowed to continue to show homes but that being said we are taking a lot of precautions and our inventory has really slowed down because there are a lot of people who don't want their home on the market or they don't want strangers coming through their house. So we are navigating that uh, in a new way, but right. our market and we did, is still going. Right, and when we did all come to um, a halt because everyone was ordered to stay home, Bonnie and I certainly followed suit and wanted to be as responsible as possible and have slowly started to, um, I mean, we never really stopped working, but we started to reopen our business and start opening doors again, literally, because we had the um, requests come in from buyers and sellers. So we are not in any shape or form trying to take advantage of a bad situation. Um, we are right there with everyone else trying to keep our family safe and trying to be really responsible to our community. And so every time we talk to buyers we make sure that they are super serious about you know looking at a home and um, very aware of what's vacant very aware of what is still occupied and being responsible to homeowners so um, you know we know this is a really heavy and intense time for people and so we're just trying to be responsive to the needs um, while being responsible yeah um, so giving an overview of what you're seeing now is people doing what you're doing, being responsible and staying home, but also still coming out. I mean, Bonnie just mentioned yeah. an uptick in activity in spite mm -hmm. of this. And I know that you were telling us about a bidding war that you just entered into. Yeah. I think that what happened just last week, because even if we'd had this conversation, we were saying, you know, a week or two ago, it would have been a very different conversation. I think we were keeping on top of how the process was changing because we still had contracts pending and so we wanted to make sure our town's still doing inspections our you know attorneys still doing closing so we, we were um, certainly keeping on top of that but just as of last week it seemed like once everybody realized that we're going to be staying home a lot longer mm -hmm. than we, any of us had thought or hoped it felt like and we were seeing for our own clients as well as um 
from what our colleagues are saying that there were new people saying, okay, all right, we can't, we can't stay here anymore. We can't stay in our current situation for mm -hmm. another month or two or three or four. Now, yeah. you know, we're going to step outside and, you know, again, as responsibly as possible. So yeah, we had a, we put in an offer yesterday on a home and it had sat originally for a month and there were two other offers that we had to compete with all of a sudden. So it does feel like not only did our clients start coming out of their homes, um, others did as well. So, yeah. Speaking of people trying to escape, um, well, being confined, I know that there are a lot of New Yorkers who are looking for short-term rentals in different mm -hmm. places in New Jersey. Uh, the wealthier people are looking down on the shore and yeah. um, I know the Hamptons. And in and the Hamptons. Yeah. 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 Um, but your area is also a pretty solid option. Are you seeing mm -hmm. any, any, are you getting requests for that? We definitely had a handful of people call us right away in March to, to look for a house to rent. I would say there aren't that many left homes to rent. You know, there are a handful and we can certainly help people find a rental and they can rent in apartment buildings, but that isn't necessarily what people are looking for right now. They kind of want a private outdoor space. Right. Um, but they, they're continuing to trickle on the market and some people who were formerly going to sell their homes are now considering mm -hmm. holding on to them and renting them for a while. Um, but right. you know, spread across all the towns we serve, there certainly are homes that people can rent with backyards. That, right. As we talked about yesterday, I think like we're seeing lots of like kind of readjusting of the market as you know each day goes on. It does feel like to Bonnie's point, um, there were a, there was an influx of people wanting short-term rentals, but as people who are getting ready to sell in the spring maybe don't want to go on right now because of the number of people that would be in their home or because you know they don't know what the market's doing. They are looking at maybe renting out their home. So we are seeing from our colleagues, we're hearing from them as well, that they have clients who are looking for rentals. Mm -hmm. That was my question about the, the sellers that you interact with and the things that you're seeing on the market. Uh, when you're advising people who were, were thinking about selling their home, are you would you recommend that they rent it in, rent it out instead of try to sell it right now? We're actually expecting things to pick up as far as, you know, we're waiting from the government to tell us when it's a little safer to go outside. And when things open up, we're expecting a lot more inventory to come on and a lot of more buyers mm -hmm. to come out. So yeah. I think during that period, if you need to sell, it will be a smart time to sell because we will have an influx of buyers. Um, yeah. But long term, we're not sure. It's hard for us to forecast you know, what is going to happen in the fall versus next winter versus next spring. Some people are saying we're going to be back to, to what we were, you know, the trajectory we were on to have a really strong market, a great spring market. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, no one really knows what is going to happen long term with the virus. So, yeah, um, but in the short term, it looks like, you know, it's, if somebody needs to sell and was planning to sell, that there will be a good opportunity in the next several months to get, you know, to sell your house for a decent price and, and potentially with competition. After yeah. that, we're not mm -hmm. sure what's going to happen. I think a lot of sellers are holding off, but expecting well, to be able to sell in a couple months. If you were a buyer yeah, right. looking in your neighborhoods, 
it would probably be smarter to be in touch with you sooner than later. Yes, you yeah. think? Because I, the think, buyer I think, think later um, it may turn into a little more of a seller's market. So the buyers yes, and we've are- been, We have been saying to our clients who have reached out to us or, you know, if people are past clients say, oh, I, I have, might have friends who are looking after this is all over. We say, please have them get in touch with us sooner rather than later because- um, to your point, Bill, it will become a seller's market at some point when the market reopens. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not ready, even if they're not looking to leave their homes and go see homes, we can still be getting them prepared to go, right? So we're doing our virtual buyers consultations. We are um, telling them about what's on the market and what they can expect. We're doing sort of virtual area tours. You know, we we did an area mm-hmm. tour the other day on Saturday or Sunday, where we just were in each, in our own cars on our phones, sort of like walkie-talkies, and did the area tour so that they were ready. Um, and then we also, you know, can line them up with lenders and attorneys and just be ready to go. And if they're not ready when the market reopens, then they're going to be at a disadvantage. Definitely. Yeah, there's such an. I mean, I have buyers who are waiting until they know what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And I, just looking at those numbers alone and assuming almost every realtor is in the same position. I also have sellers who are waiting. So I, I'm curious right. to see how that plays out. Cause there are a lot of sellers who just like we were talking about, they don't want to list right now. Cause it's a lot of days on market and yeah. they're not going to get very many offers. So they would rather wait until buyers can come and see in mass and then they can have a bidding war for their right. property. So the fact that both parties have removed themselves from the market and then mm-hmm. both will come back in, I don't know what numbers to expect. You know, if the I want to go ahead. I'd, I was just uh, going to say the other thing that we're doing for a lot of the buyers that are contacting us now is that we have been in touch with many of our colleagues because we have such good relationships with not just our hearth agents, but agents at every brokerage in the area. And we have been texting and calling them and saying, what exclusism coming soon do you have so that our buyers have first access? And we have mm-hmm. been on conver- you know, on calls every day hearing about what inventory we can get our buyers in to see virtually even before they're on the market. So, yeah. you know, again- it's a little bit like matchmaking. To- We're matchmaking yep. with with the inventory that's not even available publicly or on the MLS, yeah. which is another reason to get in touch with an agent yeah. or with us. We can help figure out what exactly you need, what you can afford, and then we can find out if there's a house kind of in, in its waiting period, and maybe those sellers would be willing to make a deal. And we're, we're seeing that happening all the time. Yeah, so and that's that especially also- true because we're now extending the time that we think we're going to be at home. So many right. of those sellers who are like, I don't really want people in my house yet, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long this is going to take. And I do want to sell my house. Yeah. So, you know, now they're kind of starting to be open to the idea of doing a virtual tour, even if the house isn't ready, even if it's not staged, it's not, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's still better than waiting too long. You know, I want to in- interject something that's a little off script because the people that are listening listening to this probably aren't really familiar with where you're at. But I want to say that you have the most charming, gorgeous mm-hmm. housing stock 
that, that when you look at magazines and you see the the mature trees and the wonderful architecture of a home and the way that home is laid out on its on its grounds um people in hoboken jersey city the places where we're at all the time they if they actually are thinking about moving at all they drive to where you're at mm-hmm. um our best friends who work at forbes love your area and mm-hmm. um, one of them in particular who's who is always on real estate sites is always sending me it's like look at this place in Montclair <laughs> look at this place in South Orange how do they right. have so many beautiful homes there and it's um you know we get it as realtors we so get into the logistics of what we of what we're dealing with and the under you know below the surface stuff that we have to swim through to help make things work but I'm telling you, if you're watching this and you don't know that area, it's drop dead gorgeous. And yeah, you can a really great point. You and, can sell you know, a right two now bedroom condo like- in the in Manhattan and end up on a half acre lot with a gorgeous um, arts and crafts home, garage, yard, landscaping. Would you agree with that? Am I telling the truth? No, it's totally true. And this is a very good time to take a drive out here. No yes. obligation, you know, just no take a drive because it's That's not really true. No <laughs> traffic. In the safety of your car. Gets you out of your house. Yeah. And it there's no doubt that you'll fall in love with this area because it just sells itself. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I mean, I frankly I'm smitten with my if I could turn my computer my Manhattan view here, but um yeah, it's gorgeous out there. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I would add to that um price point wise. You know, we have homes that start in the 300s. You know, mm-hmm. they're smaller starter homes. They may be a little closer to the neighbor, smaller lot, um, all the way up into the, you know, $2 million range and, and onwards of that as you get into Montclair and um, Short Hills. But Short Hills, yeah. But to compare what you could afford in the city, if you're paying $4,000 a month in rent, you could afford a, a four bedroom house. Yeah you know, on a quarter acre lot, possibly with a garage, maybe a finished basement. Um, most of our homes were built in the 1920s. And then there mm-hmm. are some additional homes built in the 50s where they developed, you know, some areas later, and you can find some mid-century ranches and some more interesting homes. But we do have a lot of colonials, a lot of tutors, some arts and crafts. Uh, Victorians are very popular in South Orange specifically. Um, but there is kind of something for everyone, if you will, and, and for every budget. Thing, yeah. And I think what people are seeing is that as they're stuck at home with their, let's say they only have, you know, they might have four people in the house and everybody um, is doing their thing online. They're having their online classes and then they're having their webinars and their Zoom meetings. In our home, we're grateful we have a space for everybody <laughs> to be in. So it doesn't yeah. feel as awful all being home at the same time. And then we all go outside in the backyard and run around and take walks around our neighborhood at our six foot distance. And, you know, we have space <laughs> right. to do that. Whereas right. it's much harder to do in an urban area. Which and is why we wanted to inter- talk that's to why, you. Yeah, we're ha- that's why we're having the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I can see a lot of people that are now working at home in too tight a space that are saying, I want more space. I Now I know I can work from home. I like working from home, but I'd love to work from a home that I can have some elbow room in and that I can go outside and not, you know, if you're in Manhattan, even if you're in, you know, downtown Hoboken, when you hit the sidewalk, you're going to hit 
run into quite a few people, but in your neighborhood, no, you can go out in your own yard, mow the yeah. lawn, mm-hmm. you know, sit yeah. in a hammock, um, sit on the porch and um, drink a glass of wine or whatever. You know, it's just, I want to go a, a little off track too, because you just reminded me for some reason that one of the things that we're seeing, a trend that we're seeing is every day I find that one of my local friends has gotten a dog. <laughs> and, you know, in this season of like all of us needing a little bit more comfort and, you know, yeah. I think emotional well-being is certainly um, at a, at risk. Yeah. Uh, we are seeing a lot of people adopt dogs. I'm not kidding. Every single day I see a new family with a dog and here you can do that. You know, you can have a dog and have yeah. them run outside and it just makes you feel better. It's taking sheer force of will for me not to get one. <laughs> Me too, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> we did get a dog, I have to admit it. But we did got her really? in January. Yeah, oh, we got yeah. her in January. So it's been a few months, but it's been so nice just to have a little snuggle bug, you know, it's comforting. <laughs> so um, that's cute. Well, do you guys have anything else you want to add to buyers and sellers who might be, or renters who are thinking about being buyers, um, who are looking in that area before we wrap up? Your final words? I- I would say that, you know, there's no obligation. If you want to call us and just ask questions Mm -hmm. or we can kind of go through the process of buying here, which is unique. New Jersey is different than the way New York handles things. And we Mm -hmm. might even handle things differently than in Jersey City and Hoboken. Mm -hmm. But there's no obligation. And I really think, um, you know, make the phone call and we'll talk you through things. And we want you to make the best decision for yourself. And we're not pushy. Mm -hmm. We just want to educate you and tell you what your options are. That's really our goal is to serve our community and to help people, especially right now when people are struggling in their spaces and they just want to know what their options are. Um, so no obligation. We're just happy to answer your questions. Well, and- we, we love, Definitely. you know, I, I know it sounds corny to a lot of people, but um, you become the, the people, our clients really become pretty close friends and, mm-hmm. and they're very long lasting relationships that have a lot of value and you don't um, you don't hand off clients from like when we have somebody that is needing to go West and we don't know the neighbor, you know, we can't help them a lot, especially on the mm-hmm. buyer side. You know, a buyer really needs local knowledge to be able to, to know what they're doing. Um, we want that relationship to stay strong which means you have to really trust the people that you're handing them off to, which is why we work with you two. You're mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. They're so <laughs> professional and friendly. And um, we feel the same way. Feel the same way about amazing. the both of you. Oh, yeah. Thanks. And guys. to that point, we do also have very trusted colleagues further west. Should yeah. you decide to even, you know, leapfrog this area, we have colleagues that we trust in the Mm -hmm. other counties of New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So whether or not you're looking in Essex County or uh, Bergen County or anywhere else, we can certainly help with that. Yeah. That's one of the great things I love about this industry. Uh, How do people, how do you recommend people reach out to you? Great question. So you can email us info at adamsonramsey.com or you can call us and you can text us. I guess the best way to, to get our contact information would be to go on our website, adamsonramsey.com. Um, you can also go on our Zillow page to see lots and lots of um, fan mail that we uh, appreciate <laughs> from our past clients and 
um, so yeah. that you can get a real feel for how we work. And to Bill's point, we really absolutely treat our clients as future friends because we tell them all the time, we live here. We're going to see you. It's in our best interest to make sure that when we run into you downtown, you're going to want to see us. Um, so, yeah. Well, thank you guys very much for doing this. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. you. That was a great, great conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's do it again. We'll do it again soon. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, when we can actually see each other without masks yes. and gloves on, right? <laughs> yeah, so we can go get That's lunch right. at Arturo's. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, take care, okay. everybody. Good to All right. Hey, thanks for joining. Bye.